0: Hey, uh, everybody! Welcome in Rock of Nations Radio live tonight from Old City Studios. And wait a minute, what's that old theme music? That this is—is uh, is this 2019? Oh no, no! Let's go to the future, please. The current hosts of the show, please take it over. Hey,
1: this is Shane. And this is Dave. How you doing?
2: Sure. Hi everybody, this is Ron Halford The dirty
0: thug. Hiya, this is t Ritchie. You folks is with Rick a Triumph and it's European rock with Dave
1: and Shane. Oh, yeah.
0: We're joined by um pete from mad invasion uh, out of sweden and they've got uh, a new track out devil's calling a music video featuring the special guest mickey d of scorpions and motorhead and all of those great great bands and uh you guys have an album edge of the world coming out uh in september so we're really pumped yeah september 24th um pete how you doing man what's going on uh you know in the world, i guess it's late at night where you guys are but uh you keep the metal spirit burning bright huh
2: yeah, of course. Uh, always, always. No, we just, um, we're in the studio, a lot in the studio now. We're s- starting recording on our second album. Uh, so, and we're doing a lot of promotion, you know, interviews and stuff, magazines and, and, and stuff like that. So we, we, we're doing it. That's awesome.
0: Edge of the world. I mean, you guys already are getting some good numbers and feedback with uh, Devil's Calling. Um,
2: how did you guys hook up with uh, Mr. D.? Uh, well, me and Mickey are old friends from from the the rock scene in Gothenburg. Okay. Because we, we known as we known each other since we were teenagers, basically. So I just called him up and said, he, "I want to invite him to uh, to play on three music videos on the album." And he and he liked the songs, and we we're all friends, so he he accepted. It and said, "Yes, let's do it." That's awesome! Very cool. Yeah. Are you guys are you guys
1: without a drummer now or do you have a, a drummer in that spot?
2: No, no, we have a drummer. OK, yeah, we have a drummer. A, a drummer yeah.
1: That's awesome. So what what uh, if you had to describe to someone because uh, we know what you're like, uh, how, what would you how would you describe a Mad Invasion Sound?
2: Uh, Mad Invasion Sound um, is riff based music with a lot of heavy guitars inspired by uh, the early 70s uh, with a modern sound. That's the best way I can describe uh, the Invasion.
0: Nice. Yeah. And uh, the writing process um, is to start uh, with, is it Bjorn, I think, right? Uh, laying out some
2: guitar tracks and then everyone kind of collaborating or like what's, what's that process like? Yeah, it's, uh, Bjorn has a riff and he has, has some melodies and he presented to me and uh, I check out, uh, do some lyrics and we, we put it all together. It all starts with Björn, uh, with the heavy guitar riffs and stuff. And, and one of the things that's a little bit unusual, I think, I've never done it before, is when I lay down the lead vocals, uh, the tracks, I only have his uh, electric guitars and a click track for the tempo. So it's totally raw. It's no drums, no keyboards, no, no, no bass, nothing, no harmony vocals, nothing. So that's why I think we have a little bit rougher sound to the songs. Okay, very cool. Is that something that you've always done? Since you've no. been?
1: No, you've just no, been
2: no. trying it. Uh, we just, Bjorn just came up with the idea once. And uh, I said, yeah, well, let's let's try it. And it worked out fine. So, but I never done it before. I always had the drums and the bass and the keyboards and the harmony vocals. And I I sing on the cake was the lead vocals. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. This this is the first time. Is it, um, this is the,
0: I know kind of a long awaited uh, debut. And I know you guys are in the middle of, you said doing your second record now, but um, what's it gonna feel like when this comes out edge of the world? I mean, uh, you know, this is Sweden. People, you know, connect Sweden with so many Major bands, I and mean, this is gonna, this is gonna probably feel really good, I'm sure, for you guys to get this out, right?
2: Yeah, of course. We we, were, we hope people will enjoy it, and the people will uh, will embrace Mad invasion, you know. So, so of course, we were psyched. We are positive. Yeah. Yep.
1: Now, Sweden's known for a lot of death metal and uh, and doom metal. Is there is that something that you've ever uh, flirted
2: with? No, never, 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 never. Just not no, your bag. No, no, not at all. Not at all. Way, way off. <laughs> so <laughs> it's, it's always been like classic hard rock, the rainbow, white snake, purple, you're a heap stuff like that. You know, Zeppelin stuff. So, so I never been in, in, in that area. <laughs> <Jim> <laughs> Ever, go ahead.
1: Yeah, is there still a tremendous amount of respect for classic metal over there?
2: Yeah, it's it's a huge in Europe, South America, and Europe. It's it's. Still, you have these, these bands, like um, a lot of new bands also. It's Judas Priest and Saxon, we have all these great bands, you know, still still going. And it's, it's still huge here in Europe, the rock scene, hard rock scene, metal scene. It's so good to hear because here it's like it's big, but there's like, there's so much newer pop stuff that's so
0: way away from, you know, the, the classic hard rock and metal that we love. Um,
2: have you ever had any interactions with those guys on tour, uh, some of the bands you just mentioned? Uh, no, never, never. Actually, mm. no, I haven't. No, I haven't. Cool. Um, but but you you get a classic record like uh, you know anything from Priest, anything from White Snake, and it just it it, it electrifies you, right? I mean that's, that's yeah, cool. Totally, totally. At least I I spend at least three hours every day. You know, just being by myself, you know, no people around, nothing. And I just listen to, to old classic horror, films, Sabbath and stuff like that. At least three hours every day. Yeah. I just stay at my house and it was, i and going, dive into the good music and it gets me going. Nice. Tell, yeah. us, a little,
1: tell us a little bit about, about you and, and, and how you've progressed along your career in, in metal and rock and roll.
2: Well, I started out when I was very young, you know, I got a record company, a record deal. When I was 18, it was kind of like a pop rock. Uh, this was back in 86, right? So, you know, rhythmics and stuff like that was, was big. So, it was like a pop rock group I started out with. Uh, and I, I continued and did about 15 albums with different bands. I worked with Jan Norum, I worked with Kim Marcello, stuff like Hempel Hilden, guys like this, Jörg Fisher from Except. And, but it didn't quite... F- take off, so to speak. It, went, it was so, so. It, I never got into the the writing process with a co-writer or something, uh, which is the music, uh, is, is my passion. Like the early 70s, like I mentioned these bands, right? Yeah, yeah. So, so it, it went okay, you know. It was a living, so to speak, but it, it didn't quite blow me away like I feel with animation. Mm
0: so so now it kind of clicks like it you're firing in all cylinders it seems like exactly it. exactly spot on that's awesome um the song uh, devil's calling I mean, the video has uh, quite a bit of production in it um is there like a concept uh, is it uh, is is this record kind of like a loose concept record or just kind of talk about at least the video and kind of how, how that came together
2: no it's a con it's a concept that I, I would like to say because um most of the lyrics are about but good and evil, right? Mm-hmm. And It doesn't mean that we are talking about Lucifer or Belzebub or Nosferato. Uh, it's evil, it's everywhere in the world. If you just pause a second you know, and reflect what's going on in the world today, uh, it's evil, it's everywhere. And it's sneaking up on you, you know, from, from left and right. Mm-hmm. So, so I think uh, the whole album is a concept album about this. You know, It's a reflection about how the world is it's not a satan it's not involved here or, or lucifer stuff like that traditional you know satanist at all so it's more about, about good and evil mm. in that shape and form okay mm. like that balance between both right
1: <clears throat> sorry like that balance between both yeah, all exactly. the time
2: in life yeah, exactly exactly
1: where i, I you, you had the video it was in a castle so that is that
2: are castles pretty common where you are? Yeah, it's actually pretty common, yeah. We have a lot of kings and queens over the, over the centuries. Yeah, it's a, it's, a, it's an old castle. It's about medieval era. It's it's in the south of Sweden, so it's a real castle. That's awesome. Yeah. yeah. That's amazing. It's got yeah,
0: to be so inspiring right there, too, all the history,
2: right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. We have a lot, a lot of history here in Europe, yeah. Yeah. Um, those early days, like, um, I mean, what was it like?
0: Can you talk about, like, when you first, like, some of those early shows you went to as a fan when you first, you know, were growing up and first became a fan of, of rock and roll? Like, you know, any, any stories there? Just, uh, you know, seeing some of those those early shows with your favorite bands?
2: Yeah, my father was really much into this American singer-songwriter music, like, so he took me to Jackson Brown, Bob Seger, the Bullet Band. He took me to Tom Petty and the Heartbreakers. So I kind of, my, I started out with, with American rock music, not hard rock, actually. Mm. Uh, the Eagles and so on and so forth. So, so uh, when I was like 14, 15, I started to check these things out, right? Mm. So, uh, okay. so, so that's, that's how it all started out, going to concerts, you know, the lights, the shows, the girls, even if I was young. Yeah. Uh, the whole concept was uh, was catchy, you know? So even when when you were doing the pop
1: thing in the eighties, you were still, you still were a huge metal fan.
2: Uh, yeah, yeah, it was, but I, ha- I had to do it because the record company said, "Ah, oh, it's too heavy, it's too hard rock. You have to be a little more poppy. You, we can't get you airplay on the radio. A little bit more keyboards, a little bit less guitars, and stuff like that." So, so I kind of have to had to adapt, which I don't do anymore.
0: Right. Those limitations uh, I'd imagine would be frustrating, right? As an
2: artist. Yeah, when you're young, you know, you, sh- you just want to get ahead. You just want to get a career going. Yeah. So, so you're very in it's very easy to influence a, y- a young person. It's just starting out, you know. Absolutely. What were some of the first
1: uh, formative metal shows that you saw that just blew you away and said this is
2: this is what I want to do? And it was Thin Lizzy from Ireland. Oh. That was the first first concert. That yes, I, I was totally blown away. So Woo! this is what I'm going to do now. Fuck the record companies. I'm going <laughs> to do my own thing. You know. <laughs> yeah, yeah. What a man. Band. Yeah, really? fantastic, unbelievable, unbelievable. Yeah. And Mickey Mickey D was in that scene with you. And yeah, he, he was. It was the rock scene in Gothenburg. So it was Mickey D. was your own A lot of these guys, you know. And then he went on to, he, he moved pretty early. He moved into King Diamond and stuff like that. later on Don Doc, and, yeah. and now Scorpius and stuff. So, so um, but we had a couple of great years together when we, we were teenagers. <laughs>